Welcome back to another Wednesday edition of Fantasy Hockey Picks and Bets on the Mayo Media Network. Once again, hosted by me, Cecil Peters, as we go from yesterday's monster nine-game slate to a nice short four-game slate today. As per usual on the NHL weekly calendar, big slate one day, small slate the next day. A little bit of an oddity with today's slate. None of the games start until 8.30 Eastern time. There's no games on the Eastern side of the continent today, so we got a bit of a later start than usual. Super weird, but it is what it is. Some quick housekeeping notes to start. I've had some awesome engagement from my site and my premium NHL articles off of this video, so I would like to thank you guys so much for that support. Anyone that's reached out to support me, I greatly appreciate it. Same thing with Pat for having me on here, allowing me to pump up my stuff. Appreciate everything he does. If you guys could give this video a like, a rating, comments in the YouTube chat, reviews on iTunes, wherever you're listening to, really helps Pat out, really helps out Mayo Media Network, really helps me out. Good for everybody. With all that, let's move on to the slate. Four games, all of them that I have a really strong lean on based on the current betting odds. I do expect a bunch of them to change by the time the games start to tomorrow. But as of right now, I have four bets for these games. First game, Nashville at Edmonton. Predators are going to be coming off a of back-to-back. They are plus 160 on DraftKings Sportsbook right now. More importantly in this game, the Edmonton Oilers minus 190. So Nashville second half, road back-to-back -back in Edmonton. Edmonton just handled the Seattle Kraken, no problem at home. The one thing the Oilers are doing really well, better than any team in the league and better than any team really historically in the league, as expected, it's their power play. You give these guys opportunities on the power play, they will score, scoring at around a 50% clip right now. And honestly, it looks sustainable to the way that they're playing, the players that they have, the way that they play on the power play. You just can't take penalties against this team. But against Connor McDavid, you can't not take penalties against this team. So especially in the regular season, Edmonton Oilers are going to win a lot of games and it's going to be on the strength of their power play. Minus 190 just seems dumb. I mean, the Oilers are a much better team than Nashville. Nashville's going to be playing their second in a row. I expect this to be closer to minus 220 by the time the game starts. As for DraftKings, like I said, the Oilers offense really just runs through the power play. So when you're stacking on DraftKings, I'm generally a big fan of full stacking forward lines. Not with the Oilers. And I mentioned before, I hate playing the Oilers. Always mega high owned. I'm originally from Calgary, so I grew up a Flames fan, so I hate the Oilers. So for that reason, I hate playing them. But it's hard to avoid. If you're going to play the Edmonton Oilers, instead of stacking lines, just stack the power play unit. Connor McDavid, obviously a lock. Next guy I would add in is Leon Dreisaitl, if you can afford him. And then tag any or all of Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Zach Hyman, and Tyson Berry. And these guys all play on the power play for the Oilers. Generally, the first units get some minute and a half of the two-minute power play. Usually by then, they've scored. The rest of the team, basically useless, but that's really all they need to win games. On the shot prop side of things, I don't have these released. I am recording the day before. Don't generally get shot props until the next day, or until the day of, sorry. But Connor McDavid's shot prop has been at 3.5 all year, and historically, that's been a good number for him. He wasn't a volume, shot, a volume shooter, but he's really shown this year that he's trying to change that. So if you can see Connor McDavid, three and a half shots, bet the over on that. He's hit it most nights. He hit it again against the crack in the game before. Connor McDavid, over 3.5 shots on goal. Generally a pretty good bet. Next game here, we have the Carolina Hurricanes in Chicago. 
Just another stupid number here. The Hurricanes on DraftKings Sportsbook right now, minus 145, Chicago plus 125. Carolina just dominated Chicago a couple nights ago. They haven't lost all year, and Chicago only has one win. I'm sure it was their last game. It was a nice 5-1 victory over Ottawa. But Carolina has yet to lose all year, and they're just a much better opponent than the Ottawa Senators. I would bet Carolina up to minus 70 here if it's minus 145. Absolutely, I'm making that bet. Carolina's been switching their lines up a little bit as they deal with injuries, so it's tough to attack them on DraftKings the day before. Obviously, the day of after we know the lines, it'll be a lot easier. They haven't even been missing key players, but they just have. They seem to have different sets of lines that they go to. They keep Teravainen and Aho together. Sometimes Svechnikov's up there. Sometimes it's been Kotkin and Niemi. Svechnikov kind of bounces up and down the lineup. So whatever line he is on, I'm probably going to target the most. But the hard part about playing the Carolina Hurricanes is that when they have the lead, which, I mean, they're 8-0. It's pretty much every time they're on the ice, they just roll the line. So even their top players, 14, 15, 16 minutes a game, they're not getting to that 22, 23-minute level that stop stars like Connor McDavid and Dreisaitl are getting to in Edmonton just because the team is so deep. So instead of attacking the Carolina Hurricanes on DraftKings, just bet them on the money line. They're probably going to win the game. They're 8-0 so far this year. That's the way to do it. If Kevin Lankinen does get the start for Chicago, that's a big downgrade. Marc-Andre Fleury is finally starting to play like the Marc-Andre Fleury of old. So that would be one boost towards Chicago. But if it's Lankinen, slam dunk Carolina players in DraftKings, Carolina on the money line. Next game here, we got a big underdog, Columbus Blue Jackets, plus 200 at Colorado. If you've been watching these videos, if you've been following my stuff, you know I love betting on the Columbus Blue Jackets as an underdog. And it's been with great results so far this year. I'm going back to them again here at a massive plus 200 number for a few legitimate reasons, not purely out of obligation and because they've been good to me so far this year. So first and foremost, the Colorado Avalanche absolutely should and probably will win this game. They're playing at home. They're playing much better than they have to start the year where they really struggle. So they're kind of getting back in the groove. And they just have a ton of great superstars. But Columbus is the type of team that can compete against anybody. Quality of opponent obviously matters, but it matters less with a team like Columbus that just comes at you line after line. They're relentless on the forward check. They're relentless on the back check. They don't care if you're the league worst Arizona Coyotes. They don't care if you're the league best Carolina Hurricanes. They come at you in waves. They just keep going, going, going. They got great first line, great second line. Third line's been solid. Even their fourth line's getting 15, 16 minutes a game. They're playing well. But the big thing here for Columbus, Colorado's missing a ton of guys again. Nathan McKinnon's back in the lineup, so they got him back. Well, now all of a sudden, Cam McCarr, their top defenseman, who's really rounding into form with some points in his last couple games, he's out. Mikko Rantanen, one of the best players in the world, Nathan McKinnon's line mate, he's out of this game. Andre Burakovsky, who, fills in for, who filled in for Rantanen while he was out the last couple games, on the top line, he's up for this game. And then to top it all off, they're playing their backup goalie, Jonas Johansson, who quite frankly, all he's ever shown at the NHL level is that he just gives up a ton of goals. He's had a few good games here and there, but he's just not a great goalie. So Columbus at plus 200, their first line started to score again last game. They got a goal from Jenner, a goal from Line, a couple assists from Voracek. Those are some guys I'm also going to in DFS, but at plus 200 against a depleted abs team, I'm absolutely taking the Columbus Blue Jackets here. So Patrick Liney has been my go-to shot prop guy for the Jackets. 
As long as he's offered around even money for over two and a half shots, which he has been all year, I will go back to that. It's a bet that doesn't hit every time, but it's a long-term profitable bet. I've made it almost every game over the course of the season. I am definitely up money betting Patrick Laine. And then on DraftKings, Ellis Merz-Lickens is a goalie that I'm going to look to as a big underdog. Obviously, he has a super cheap salary. He's been playing really good this year. Even his one loss where they lost 4-0 to the Rangers, he did play pretty well. Almost hit the 35 save bonus, even in a loss, which is rare. So Elvis Merzlikens going to be my main GPP goalie on DraftKings. Last game of the night, St. Louis Blues. Another bad line similar to Carolina. Minus 130 at LA. LA plus 100 at DraftKings Sportsbook. This it just isn't a big enough number on the Blues team here. They've had their way with LA in two games already this season, and they're just a better team. St. Louis looks like a top two or three team in the league to me this year. I love betting on Los Angeles as an underdog. If you followed my stuff, you know I bet on the Kings a ton. But at plus 110 against a team that's way better, no chance. I mean, LA is the kind of team that you get at plus money against the New Jersey Devils at home. Yeah, for sure, then you bet it. Plus money against LA, I mean, they'd have to be plus 200 for me to want to make this bet, so... St. Louis Blues, minus 130. The number isn't near high enough. Easy bet for me to click on. St. Louis has some COVID issues. Ryan O'Reilly, Brandon Sod, I'm not 100% sure of their status yet. Pretty sure Riley is confirmed out. But then over on LA's side, they got some issues as well. So that's kind of a wash. Victor Arvidsson missed last game in COVID protocol. I assume that he'll miss again here. So the COVID issues, which was what I was thinking was making this line so close... Well, they're affecting both teams, so that doesn't make sense. So it's just a bad number. You see a bad number like this, you bet it. St. Louis Blues, minus 130. Easy bet to make. We're talking shot props or DFS. I'm going to look towards Vladimir Tarasenko and his line. He's been taking a shot, a ton of shots lately. He didn't hit 2.5 last game, but the three games before that, he did. So Vlad Tarasenko, over two and a half shots. If you can find it, I will be betting that. And just his line on DraftKings, it's cheap with Robert Thomas and Ivan Barbashev. Those guys are cheap. They don't get the top line attention from opposing defenses because the David Perron line takes care of that. So they get easier defensive matchups. They're taking a ton of shots. And LA is just not a great opponent. Now on the LA side of the game, I do like playing a few options just because Jordan Bennington, he either plays really, really well and doesn't let in anything like he did against Chicago last game, or he has a stinker. So if Jordan Bennington has a stinker, Phil Deneau, Adrian Kemp, Alex Aofalo, that's the second line for the Kings. They're shooting the puck a ton. They're starting to score a bunch. They're cheap on DraftKings. I love going to those guys. And even if you can find some shot props on them, Philip Deneau has been shooting more than he has in the past. At one and a half shots a game, if you can find that line, I would bet the over on that. That's been profitable for me this year. Other than that, there's not a lot to love here for shot props. Dustin Brown has been a monster as well. He's top five in the league in shots. If you find him at plus money for over two and a half shots, that's another slam dunk bet. So there's been a ton of those for shot props. A bunch of the big shot guys aren't playing on the slate, but we do have a few like Tarasenko, Dustin Brown, Patrick Lyon, a couple of the guys in Carolina. So there are some ways to take advantage of that. But that's it for today's slate. As per usual, I'll have my finalized bets posted on my website, cecilpeters.com, well before lock, especially with how late the games are starting. And then I'll see you guys all for Tuesday's slate next week. Thank you so much for watching. I appreciate all the support. Jake and DJ will take you through the Thursday and Friday slates here on Monday next week, and we will be, we will be back on Tuesday. Thank you.